With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. High Five Casino. High Five Casino is a social casino with real prizes and big Vegas hits at HighFiveCasino.com. The hottest games right from Vegas and all winnings go straight to your bank account. Hundreds of exclusive games, free daily rewards, and come back to get free coins every four hours. Only at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details at HighTheNumberFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino. Before AI can help your business predict demand, accelerate growth, inform decisions, automate tasks, reveal insights, generate content, you have to trust it. Introducing Watson X Governance, helping you govern any AI as data, models, and policies change so you can scale it responsibly. Let's create AI that begins with trust with Watson X Governance. Learn more at ibm.com slash governance. IBM, let's create. They travel at speeds pushing 200 miles per hour. The very best drivers in the world putting their lives on the line every week. It's time to get the lowdown on this week's contenders, plus a look at the key driver matchups. Right now on Gone Racing. Welcome back to another edition of Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside a very, very special guest this week, Vinny Mayulo, sitting in for Brendan Gone. Vinny, thank you for pinch hitting for Brendan and joining the show this week. I can't drive like him, but I can uh, I can talk. So that's uh, <laughs> and I hope he's uh, enjoying a little uh, a little time off. Jeff, yeah, I, I think you, he actually. Uh, I'm gonna, I think he and his father went to Bill Russell's uh, funeral today. Uh, yeah. I believe that was going on today, and they had a long standing relationship mm-hmm. with with Bill Russell. I think it goes back to their days with John Thompson yes. and uh, spending time there and uh, very important. I think we lost Bill almost a couple of weeks ago now yeah. and, the, and the service was today. So great, uh, great athlete, uh, great ambassador as well. So may he, uh, may he rest in peace. Well, and for those of you that don't know, Vinny is one of the foremost um, sports book gurus in all of Las Vegas and uh, has been here for quite some time. And before we get into talking about last week's race at Michigan mm-hmm. and, and getting into this week's race at Richmond, having you on here, I really wanted to ask you a couple of weeks ago, we had a situation where Denny Hamlin won the race and right. Kyle Busch finished second and both were disqualified a couple of hours after the race. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of our, our listeners who do bet on the events kind of want to know how does a sports book handle that? Yeah, it's a it's a great question, and we get asked it quite a bit. But so before getting into that specific, let's understand that in in our world, uh, we've got house rules, right? And it pertains to every sport, and there there are basic house rules throughout the industry. But then there are also stipulations because you've got to tweak house rules by event because they're all you know, very, there's unique aspects of every event. So one of the things that, uh, that we've got posted, uh, for instance, here at South Point, and you'll see it on this week's uh, sheet uh, uh, for, the, for the race at Richmond, is that the official winner of a race will not be declared until the post-race inspection. So we let our patrons know, listen, you're watching the race. The race is, you know, is over. Checkered flag is waved. Here's the winner. We're not going to pay until that post-race inspection. Now, I know there were some operators who wound up paying 
three three different prices in that race. You know, uh, once they paid the winner, then it, oh, he got disqualified. They paid second place finisher. Oh wait, he got disqualified too. So what we did was we waited, and they tried to do it within a couple of hours, right? So as long as you let your patrons know ahead of time, then you you can always you have that fallback and say, listen, it's for everybody's benefit here that you know don't throw tickets away. You know, hold all tickets. It's just like if there's a photo finish at the at, at a horse racing track. Photo finish, hold all tickets. Don't just discard tickets. So um, we actually paid, uh, and and it stipulates that uh, whoever will be the highest finisher after uh, that inspection. It may very well be who finished first and and who, who came in under the the checkered flag. But in that case, it wasn't first, it wasn't second, it was actually third. And that's uh, who we paid. That's how we we paid that race. And, and how are you guys made aware? I mean, is somebody really sitting there on Twitter, just waiting for NASCAR to put on Twitter that inspection is complete, results are final, or, well, or how you, are you notified? That's a great question too, because Twitter is not an official result uh, source for us. We've got to have uh, NASCAR uh, make when when NASCAR makes it official. That's when we make it official. So they post it on their website. They post or something it on their website, ones. and uh, we we uh, then uh, we uh, act accordingly and post the uh, the winner. Okay. All right. See, we learn something new every day. Yeah, it's an important question. It's it's good for folks to know. Again, difference between house rules uh, by location and by operator, and make sure that you pay attention to the stipulations uh, per uh, per event. All right. Well, let's move forward on. Well, actually, let's talk a little bit about last week's race. Mm-hmm. Uh, really, kind of a big upset. Uh, it's hard to say when Kevin Harvick is winning that it was a big upset, but he hadn't won a race in two years. Yeah. And he was a guy who was going to be on the outside of the playoffs if he didn't get a win. It was almost like hitting a walk-off home run uh, or throwing a Hail Mary uh, last week for Kevin Harvick to win. And it kind of maybe sent word to the rest of the garage that, hey, look out, Harvick's back. Yeah, and, and at 25-1, to 1, it, was a, it was a nice price for folks, too, because you know, uh, if you go back uh, you know, the last couple of years, you, you didn't really see him. You saw him more towards the top of the odds board. But at 25-1, to 1, he was uh, uh, really uh, you know, towards the second half of it, Jeff. But – uh, you know what? He, he's always dangerous. Listen, so, so many of these guys are so talented, right? I mean, there's there's such a fine line, uh, you know, when, when it comes to to, th- to this sport, just like other sports. And I think when you when you look at Kevin Harvick's history, uh, you know, then you, you, you're saying, hey, listen, at 25, and I think some people did take advantage of that too. We really didn't tweak him that much acute because you don't want to overreact as much too. And as and I'll, we'll get into this, uh, the differences between the courses too, and 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 things like that. So. Uh, but this week uh, we've got them. We took five uh, five uh, cents or, or five dollars, I should say, from twenty five down to uh, twenty to one for Harvick this week because it appears that maybe maybe you know he's uh, he's had a little bit more success of late. Well, and certainly a track like Michigan, Harvick had won four out of five races at Michigan. Yeah. But but one thing that Brendan and I get kind of been talking about a little bit of it. Yeah, you can have that success there. But it's also, what have you done for me lately? Mm-hmm. And we hadn't seen much out of Kevin Harvick in the last two years. He really, even in Michigan, you know, it was probably a place where he'd run well. Uh, just talk about those numbers a little bit. You mentioned 25-1 to 1 on Kevin. He was plus 600 for a top three. He won his group. Group D was plus 275. Mm-hmm. He was the top Ford at plus 500, another good number. And his only head-to-head was against Daniel Suarez, where he was plus 110. So, And I'm sure Brendan had all five of those, right? Yeah, yeah well, you don't want, when, when you yeah. see the stand, that we're going to do at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> Brendan, go back and listen to the show next week, and he'll really have a lot of grief for me. Uh, just also fi- finishing up last week's race, uh, we mentioned Kevin being 25-1 to 1 and plus 600. Bubba Wallace, 
plus 700 for a top three. Great run for him. Nice and, and maybe the guy who probably was the best car in his pit crew messed it up for him by having a guy go over the wall. He had too many men over the wall, but it was really to catch an errant tire. Denny Hamlin, who had to start at the rear of the field on the last restart, raced all the way back up to third place. He was plus 210 for a top three. Uh, and looking at the rest of the the top ten, not really any surprises there. Ryan Blaney, a, a former winner mm -hmm. at Michigan. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., a guy who desperately now needs a win. I mean, he is yeah. right on the cut line. Yep. Kyle Larson, who he had won earlier in the season at Fontana, the track most similar to to Michigan. I think everybody expected a little bit more out of him. Eric Jones and Alex Bowman. And then Ty Gibbs, uh, career best finish 10th, filling in for Kurt Busch. And a little bit of news, Ty will be filling in again for Kurt Busch this week, Kurt's still out with the concussion-like syndromes, uh, suffered from uh, a, a crash during qualifying at Pocono. You know, uh, I was I want to uh, capitalize on something uh, that you mentioned about about the course. You know, and and in, in horse racing again, uh, uh, another form of horsepower. Uh, we we have a term, you know, horses for courses. There are certain horses that do particularly well. Uh, at different racetracks. Same thing here with, with NASCAR that we find. Pre for you personally, do you put more credence in that element of horse for the course or current form, or how do you correlate both? Well, if you had asked me that question a year ago, the answer would be different than it is right now ah, because right. I believe going all the way through 2021 when the cars were relatively the same – I think the driver could really take over. And I think that's why you saw guys like, you know, Kyle Busch being so good at Bristol or Kyle Busch being so good at Richmond or Denny Hamlin so good here, Kevin Harvick at Phoenix, mm -hmm. Kevin Harvick at Michigan. The new car, the next-gen car we've seen in 2022 has incredibly leveled the playing field. I mean, that's why we've seen Ross Chastain run so mm -hmm. well, why we've seen Daniel Suarez running well. We've seen Eric Jones running better than he. We saw Chase Briscoe get a win at, at Phoenix. I think the new car has made it much more difficult to do that. I mean, I do believe drivers still feel mm -hmm. more comfortable on certain tracks, and I think we see that with Chase Elliott on the road courses. Clearly, Tyler Reddick has become that way on the road courses. But I think maybe as we get into 2023 and we've got some more data points on this new car, mm -hmm. I think then we'll start feeling our way back to the courses again. But this year's just been tough because the new car has really, really thrown everything out of whack. Good information. Bookmaker tucking it in the back here for uh, for future <laughs> references. Well, and a couple more uh, props uh, from Michigan to talk about. Uh, we mentioned Harvick. Bubba was the top Toyota for the second week in a row, plus 800. And Kyle Larson, despite finishing eighth, was the top Chevy, or excuse me, seventh, came in at plus 380. So getting Kyle Larson uh, to finish seventh and be in the top Chevy, I, I don't think that speaks well for Chevrolet, but it's great for the betters that had Kyle Larson. Nice prices uh, uh, in the in the props. Uh, you know, you're getting five, eight, and uh, almost four to one. Yeah, those were really good numbers. And what? What last week also did is it now has given us 15 winners. Mm -hmm. And we only have 16 spots in the playoffs. There are three races left. If we were to get two new winners that are not part of the group right now, then that's going to knock a person who has a win out, which is going to be Kurt Busch, because we know that Kurt, because of missing these races, is not going to be high enough up in the standings. So certainly it's going to change Kevin Harvick's numbers and his standings. And you're sitting here right now on the points, Vinny, and there is Ryan Blaney. Yeah. He has 728 points. Look down the list. He is second in NASCAR points. Second. Only Chase Elliott has more points. 
But he is number 16. If we get a win this week by Martin Tricks Jr., Eric Jones, Bubba Wallace, anyone like that, Ryan Blaney second in points is out. Well, I think, uh, and, and of course, you mentioned, uh, you know, Martin Truex, uh, you know, who's right on the cut line as well, right there knocking, and, and, uh, you know. But I, I've got to tell you, it's hard to believe, uh, particularly with eight top five finishes, top, 11 top tens, and he's really, you know, he's, he, he, he may miss out. So um, what you want to do is now also look at, and we'll get into it uh, in a little bit, is look at the uh, the, the odds for the cup uh, for the championship to see who is desperate who's lo- and where maybe you can lock in a price depending on what you've already got or if you don't have anything maybe there's a, there's some you know a, a nice price that uh, you look at some value there well i think you're exactly right on that you know blaney does have a win this year in the all-star mm-hmm. race but the all-star race does not help him when it yeah. comes to the championship because that one doesn't count but you're mm-hmm. right you're going to have to look at guys like blaney but some of these guys i mean bubble wallace he's been running so well over the last few races. All right, when we come back, we're going to break down what's remaining in the uh, regular season schedule, and we'll also start talking about this weekend's race at Richmond International Raceway. The following is a high-five moment from HighFiveCasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. Casino. Casino. Win at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required. Actor portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley along with Vinny Mayulo sitting in for Brendan Gone this week. Brendan, who seems to be either remoting in or 
gone. He was he's really gone. Brendan is gone. <laughs> Not just gone, but Brendan is gone. Uh, talking about uh, before we get into the odds this weekend for Richmond, uh, we've only got three races left mm-hmm. before we get into the regular season. This weekend at the uh, three quarter mile track in Richmond, Virginia. Next week we go to the road course up in the Finger Lakes region of New York at Watkins Glen, and then we finish the regular season at Daytona. You know, Brendan and I like to call it a crapshoot because Daytona really, really is being the final race for the cutoff, which we know almost anyone can win at Daytona. Um, just looking at the next five races, we'll get our playoffs started at the uh, Southern 500 in Darlington, mm-hmm. South Carolina, before heading out to the Midwest to Kansas Speedway and the Hollywood Casino 400. But this week, it's Richmond International Raceway. It's a track that has gone through some major changes in its life. It used to be a half-mile track with guardrails around it when it opened back in the 1940s. It's a D-shaped oval now. was remodeled back in like the late 80s, early 90s. And it's a, it's a unique, unique track a little bit to NASCAR, probably mm-hmm. a little similar to Phoenix in the layout, but it's a three-quarter mile track, and it's the only track we race on that is three-quarters of a mile. And this is a race that used to be a night race that's been moved to a day race, which will affect the handling, affects a little bit of the way the guys prepare the cars. So uh, Richmond is an interesting track for um, for the series to be racing this late in the regular season. It could be a big pivotal event. You know, I was going to ask, uh, your take, get your takes, and you just did a great job of breaking it down. Uh, particularly, I, I'm fascinated personally by the uh, by the shapes of the tracks. And, and you know, years ago, Jeff, I mean, really, almost every track was was the ovals, right? I mean, we were so used to it. And again, I'm gonna I'm dating myself a bit here with that, but I like the fact that there is a difference and a significant difference, not just in uh, the layouts, but in the surfaces and things like that. And it's fascinating because as betters, as handicappers, folks are in tune with that and they need to be cognizant of it. We've had to learn, and I, I will tell you. Uh, it, it, it was very. Uh, these were some very expensive lessons for us on our side of the counter. Full disclosure to learn some of these nuances that others knew knew better than us, frankly. And and that and that happens, you know, as you as a sport grows, because there was a time uh, that we only booked the Daytona 500, and 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 then when NASCAR became more popular and started uh, uh, got a great you know more on, on television, which adds to the uh, to, to the handle of the betting interest. We had to learn, and again, uh, those these were costly lessons. You got to tip your cap to the betters, uh, and they just they they just know so much more, and it's come into play, and that's why we you'll see, you know, not just current form. Again, I'll go back to the horses for courses uh, uh, theory, where we've had to make some adjustments in our in our pricing. Well, you know, it's interesting. I've always kind of, in some ways, kind of compared NASCAR a little bit to golf. You know, if you go to a football game, everybody's field's 100 yards long, what, 52 yards wide, mm-hmm. hockey rink, basketball court, that's the same height. Golf and NASCAR, everything is different. Yeah. Every golf course is different. Every NASCAR track is different. And NASCAR, you think it's an individual sport that really does have a team. Golf is an individual sport, but you've got your caddy. And, and, yeah. and these guys, I'll tell you, there's more to their team than just them and the caddy walking down. So I've always, even though, granted, one of them is big race cars going 200 miles an hour and another one's walking through the woods here. But yeah. I like the comparison there. I think those two sports are similar in regards to just how every event is different. And I love uh, your your point about the team because it's up to the team. It's not just the driver, but how are they preparing the car for these uh, for these differences on on a weekly basis, so um, no, it's a uh, it's it's a great it's a great aspect, it's a great element, and and it it adds to uh, to what we do on our side of the counter, and certainly uh, uh, the, the betters take it into consideration as well. Well, as we head to Richmond this weekend, two guys have clearly 
shown their dominance there. Kyle Busch has got six wins in 33 races, 26 top tens in 33 races. I mean, it's as close to a sure thing that he's going to run well. Denny Hamlin is just a notch below that. He's got four wins and 31 starts, but again, 20 top tens in 31 starts. Mm -hmm. Um, Other guys that have had success there, Kevin Harvick, Martin Tricks Jr. with three wins there. Brad Keselowski, Kurt Busch, who won't be racing this week, and Joey Logano, two wins. Alex Bowman and Kyle Larson each have a win. And, you know, Alex Bowman, he complained and complained about how much he hated Richmond. And the very next race, Alex Bowman went out and won Richmond. He he did the same thing at New Hampshire too. So if Alex Bowman is complaining, go bet him. If, is he? Can we get can we get the, get some footage? We have any footage of him complaining right now? I might have to adjust the prices if there's <laughs> well. If there's... And, and Bowman he won there a couple of years ago. The thing with Kyle Busch now he has six the six wins, mm-hmm. but Kyle hasn't mm-hmm. won there since 2018. So Kyle is sort of made. Does he fall into that? What have you done mm-hmm. for me lately? Situation because Richmond has not been one of his stronger tracks over the last three or four years. Well, we, uh, we've we taken his history into consideration, and that's why he's uh, he's one of the shorter prices uh, <clears throat> at 7-1 uh, at here, here at South Point. But uh, you mentioned uh, Martin Truex, who won last year here, and, of course, uh, uh, Denny Hamlin was second. So you've got them, you know, really, you've got your, your short prices, uh, you know, in the 6, 7, 8-1 uh, range. Uh, but then, look, you, you mentioned the success of uh, Kevin Harvick uh, as well. And, you know, at 20-1, to 1, and he's had success here, I mean, and he won last week. So now is that a combination where current form and success on this layout uh, make him intriguing? We're starting to see some tickets. You know, we only not only pay attention to uh, how much is wagered, uh, Jeff, but also how many tickets, how much interest is there on it? And and Kevin Harvick is starting to pick up a little bit uh, as we uh, come on here. And, and we do believe in momentum. I believe momentum mm-hmm. in NASCAR is like any other sport. Momentum is a big thing. Let's uh, Our odds this week that we're going to be using come from DraftKings. Let's yep. run down the odds board right now. Uh, Martin Tricks Jr., uh, one of the most desperate drivers out there to get a win. He, along with Denny Hamlin, are the favorites at plus 600. Kyle Busch, we mentioned at plus 700. Christopher Bell, who you could argue has probably been running the best of any of the Toyota teams, he just hasn't had the finishes to show for them. Uh, he, along with Chase Elliott, are plus nine hundred. Kyle Larson is ten to one. Ross Chastain, Ryan Blaney at twelve to one. Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano are fifteen to one. William Byron, Tyler Reddick, and Bubba Wallace at twenty to one. Daniel Suarez is twenty-five to one. Alex Bowman is thirty. Eric Jones, Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon, Austin Sendrick all coming in at fifty to one. Do you see any numbers out there that that you jump jump out to you? Other than I think maybe Kevin Harvick at fifteen to one. Well, I I, I, I like Christopher Bell a little bit, uh, Jeff. When I look at that, uh, when I see that number up there at uh, at nine to one, and he did finish third here last year, uh, as you know. So again. Uh, I I think, but you want to take into consideration prices. Uh, I'm starting to really uh, lately look at Ross Chastain uh, and he at 12 to one, uh, a terrific driver. You know, we're starting to see a shift in the top half of the of the odds board and the second half, as I mentioned earlier, where uh, Kevin Harvick was in the first half now. But you're seeing a flip, and I think a lot's got to do with what's happening this particular season. Uh, so those two those two prices there intrigue me a bit. I think a couple of them maybe that I look at too. Uh, Tyler Reddick, who seems to run mm-hmm. well every week, and and if he doesn't finish well, it's usually because of a mechanical issue, kind of like he had at Michigan. Twenty to yeah. one is a good number, and we mentioned it. Alex Bowman, he won here just a couple years ago, mm-hmm. and he's thirty to one. So that's a couple of guys with 
Larger numbers definitely worth looking at. Now, some of our longer odds for this week, Eric Almarola comes in at 50 to 1. Chris Bush and Brad Keselowski are 100 to 1. And then with some really big numbers, Ricky Stenhouse, Harrison Burton, Michael McDowell, Justin Haley, Cole Custer, all at 250. And uh, one little other bit of news, Noah Gregson from Las Vegas just announced on Wednesday he'll be moving full-time to the Cup Series next year, Mm -hmm. driving for Richard Petty and uh, Mari Gallagher, who is the CEO of Allegiant Airlines based here in Las Vegas, uh, driving for them next year. But this year he's still running a handful of races uh, for the Colleague Racing Team, and this will be one of his starts for Colleague there, and he's at 501. Love to see a local name uh, on, on the on the board uh, in in not only NASCAR but in uh, in any sport that we uh, we do, Jeff. But but this, you know, when, when you look at that, does it really doesn't it kind of stand out? You see a Brad Keselowski at, at triple digit odds. It just it, it it just doesn't look right. Well, they have some work to do. I still yeah. think to get that yeah. team back. And you know, I think sometimes when we look at guys like Keselowski, Busher, and those guys right now this year, top threes maybe. Maybe look in their groups. I don't necessarily think odds win. Yeah. Not at a place like Richmond. Yeah. If this was Daytona, well, first off, it was Daytona. He wouldn't have 100 to 1 odds. But I think at a place like Richmond, right. I just don't necessarily know that well I would said. look to him. All right, let's take a look at our top threes. Uh, Martin Truex Jr., Denny Hamlin, both are at plus 170. Kyle Busch comes in at plus 200. Christopher Bell, Chase Elliott at 250. Kyle Larson, 280. Ross Chastain and Ryan Blaney, 300. Harvick, 400, along with Logano. Byron, Reddick, Bubba Wallace all at 550, Suarez 700, Bowman at 800, Eric Jones, Chase Briscoe, Austin Dillon, and Austin Sendrick all at 12 to 1. Anybody jump out at you there on the top threes? I mean, look, I look at Truex at uh, plus it, it's not a big price, but again, he's uh, uh, you know just success uh, there, but also desperate, right on the cut line as you mentioned earlier too. So I mean, and uh, Christopher Bell, who also uh, you know was uh, was third there last year. And a real quick look at some of the longer shots there. Al- Eric Almirola is 12 to 1. Chris Buescher, Brad Keselowski at 25. Stenhouse, Burton, McDowell, Haley, Custer all at 50 to 1. I think maybe if you're going to go for a guy like a Keselowski or a Busher, it might be right here. The prices. Well, those are good prices on those guys, so there's no question about that. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We will get into our driver head-to-head matchups as well as our group picks. We come back talking about Richmond International Raceway. Want to rewatch any part of today's show or any past show? Check out the Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com/podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. We give you all the latest news, odds, and everything you need to know to head to the betting counter before each NASCAR Cup Series race. Gone Racing podcast. It's free and available now at vsin.com/podcasts. While you're there, catch up on all the other Vsin shows as well. Jeff Motley alongside Vinny Maiulo sitting in for Brendan Gone this week on Gone Racing. We're talking about this weekend's race coming up at Richmond International Raceway. And we've got our odds here on the driver head-to-head matchups from the Westgate in Las Vegas. Uh, Vinny, we don't really kind of break down every one of the Mm head-to-heads. Brendan and I kind of just look at them in general. The only really big number up there right now, Bubba Wallace, a plus 120 against Kevin Harvick's minus 
140. Uh, we've got a couple of other uh, numbers up there that are kind of interesting because sometimes we like to talk about the don't line. If you want to go on the don't line, if you don't believe at all in Martin Trix Jr., Christopher Bell, Kyle Bush, and Denny Hamlin are all getting plus 110 yeah. against Martin Trix Jr. So that might be something to look at there. Yeah, I love uh, love your point. I held up my sheet here because one of my plays this week, uh, you know, professional bettors, I've often said this, Jeff, out there, uh, they don't bet teams, they bet numbers. Uh, to me, I think Bubba Wallace at six to five plus one twenty against Kevin Harvick, and I know Kevin Harvick won last week, and there's uh, some buzz about him as I mentioned uh, coming up for this week as well. Uh, but what's wrong with Bubba Wallace just head to head at uh, uh, plus money here, and uh, he happens to be the biggest dog uh, on the board. So I'm I'm that's, that's I'm forecasting one of my plays right now. Well, and that's one thing we like to say: he doesn't have to beat the whole field; that's he's right. just got to beat Kevin Harvick. Mm-hmm. You know, that's it. Yeah. It's just head up, man on man, and see what happens. Now we like our group matchups over here. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, and of course, I like to say that it's it's mine and Brendan's favorites. But if you saw where Brendan is in the standings right now, none of them are his favorites. But you'll see that coming <laughs> up. So I can't wait for him to watch the show back this week. Maybe he'll he'll be able to catch it on the airplane coming home if if Wyatt gets it up quick enough. Who knows? <laughs> okay, let's take a look at our Group A. Group A always a tough one to pick. Martin Trix Jr. the favorite here at plus two fifty five. Christopher Bell and Kyle Busch both at plus 275. And Denny Hamlin, who uh, won the uh, earlier race there at mm-hmm. plus 280. Now, we, we should point out, Denny Hamlin won the first race this year, first race in the next-gen car at Richmond, was certainly not the best car. Probably wasn't even one of the 10 best cars. Had a great pit strategy, and it all worked out in his favor. So I think that's one thing we have to kind of bear in mind, that if you remember that race, it wasn't like he went out and dominated and and kicked butt in the race. Well, you have to anticipate, as uh, we we talked about, how the team aspect and and, and how the crew adjusts and things like that. Uh, They're going to go back and and look at that, too, right? The teams that were successful and the teams that need to tweak a few things, too. So... Uh, to your point, and when, you, and when we look at these, these are kind of reflective, too, of the overall field odds. Who's going to win the race, right? These are, you know, this group A are the top four in terms of winning the race outright. So we try to group them in that in that regard, and that's uh, that explains how, you know, because a lot of people get, they'll ask us, hey, how, how do you guys, you know, come up with with the groups? I said, well, it, it, you really, if you look at the race itself in terms of the odds, that's how we put these together. Right, and typically the group A, the top four guys there, are probably the four favorites. Yep. To win the race. Now, we've seen sometimes in Group A, we especially saw this last season toward the end of last year, that Kyle Larson was getting so dominant, mm-hmm. he might be the favorite to win the race, and he might be a number as low as a, a plus 195, plus 200, and he would be left out of a group entirely. I just didn't even put him in a group because they thought he was such a, a mm-hmm. prohibitive favorite. So we haven't seen that much this year because no. there has not been – I think we may have seen it early in the year with Chase Elliott at a road course, but now it seems like he has sort of regressed a little bit to the mean. And I don't I mean, look, Chase Elliott's still finishing second sure. in most of the road course races because Tyler Reddick's won a couple of them. But I think that's one of the interesting dynamics that we saw some last year that we haven't really seen as much this year. That wide open element, too, adds to the betting. It, it makes it better for, for betting, right? Let's face it, Jeff. So to your point, not having a dominant uh, driver – Really keeps things. If it's wide open, then that's that's what adds from our side of the counter. We love it that that randomness really adds to the betting and uh, makes it uh, 
makes it more challenging for uh, for the betters as well. Well, and no question, Denny Hamlin is is intriguing at being the long shot here at plus two eighty, given his mm-hmm. success there at Richmond. All right, taking a look at Group B, and these are four guys who don't have a ton of success mm-hmm. at Richmond, even though they've had a lot of success uh, this year and some of them in previous years. Chase Elliott and Kyle Larson. Larson does have a win at Richmond, uh, coming in at plus two sixty. Ross Chastain at plus two eighty. And we mentioned how desperate Ryan Blaney is. He's 16th in the standings, despite actually being mm-hmm. second in the standings. If that is not, if that's as clear as mud, I'm sure. Uh, coming in as a long shot at plus 285. Yeah, I think uh, again, I'll, I'll kind of forecast uh, a play. We'll go over these uh, towards the end. I know, but I like what I've seen out of Ross Chastain this season. And I think you know when you're getting him at uh, at plus 280. But you're, to your point, you know, uh, uh, Ryan Blaney at two, they're, they're right there. Um, Again, you can get good prices at, uh, with with these drivers, and it's just in that group. I love these are propositions. You know, we we have the Super Bowl every year, as you know, Jeff, and that's the most uh, single wagered event of the year in our business. And one of the reasons is because of all the different propositions. You know, there's hundreds of propositions on them. Those are the games within the game. When you've got the race. Or, or an opportunity for races within the race, it uh, it certainly uh, it certainly makes it more enticing. Well, and I agree there. And I think one thing that I'm looking for out of Ross Chastain and that team, you know, they they've gotten their engines from Childress this year, and so we've seen great improvement with Chastain and Suarez. We've seen it with Tyler mm-hmm. Reddick. Even Austin Dillon has run better. Doesn't really have the finishes. A lot of those races have been on these high horsepower tracks where the engine makes such a big difference. We come to a track like Richmond where handling becomes incredibly important because it is a shorter track, wide sweeping turns. I mean, really, you're only going on a straightaway for a very short period of time mm-hmm. on the backstretch because literally from the time you hit turn three until you exit turn two, you're almost making like a gigantic sweeping left-hand turn. Left-hand it's, turn. It's why it's a D-shaped track. So I'll be curious to see if that team has made some improvements in the short track program uh, to go along with the longer tracks. All right, let's take a look over at Group C, our favorite there. We talked about the uh, momentum from last week, mm-hmm. Kevin Harvick, who uh, has run well certainly at, at Richmond. In fact, until last week in running at Michigan, his best finish all year had been at Richmond earlier this year, finishing second. Uh, Bubba Wallace is plus 265 in that group. William Byron at plus 290. And Joey Logano, a big number on Joey at plus 305. You know, every time I'm on the show – Jeff, I always have a Joey Logano reference, and uh, I've yet to, to cash a Joey Logano, <laughs> Logano ticket. So, <laughs> as a matter of uh, Vinny Maiulo consistency, I, I, it intrigues me uh, just to see him uh, at three hundred five. Strictly a play on uh, on the price. If Joey hears the show, he's going to say, "Please don't pick me, Vinny." <laughs> Probably you know? so, because I think I've sat up here beside of you a couple times. That's and I've right. Seen Joey Logano. <laughs> That's on your, right. On your notes. Well, our Group D, we're going to bypass Group yeah. D this week. It's probably going to come off the board right now. Kurt Bush is in Group D. We will see if later on in the week that uh, Ty Gibbs Ty gets Gibbs, placed yeah. in there. But right now, we're going to go uh, skip Group D simply because it should be off the board. So we're going to take a look at our Group E where Austin Sendrick, Eric Jones, and Brad Keselowski are all at plus 265. And Chris Busher, who has been pretty consistent this year, uh, compared to, to his teammate Brad Keselowski, comes in here as the long shot at plus 290. Yeah, and again, 290, uh, you know, you, you'll probably find Busher actually, in, you know, you can find him listed independently in some futures, uh, but may very well be in the field in some uh, spots as well. But Again, it's just a matter of who you like, who's in this one here, probably more 
uh, akin to, to some current form as well as how the team is adjusting to this particular layout. Yeah, I think you're right on that. And I think one thing that I look up here in Group B, I mean, we certainly have seen the struggles that RFK Racing has had this year. I mean, they certainly have mm-hmm. gone gone through their their growing pains, if you will. Uh, Austin Sendrick, he came out of the box so red hot, red hot winning the Daytona 500. Uh, I would say probably, if you really were to ask Austin, he's probably disappointed with the way the season has gone. Mm-hmm. Because I think he really kind of came out of the box thinking he was going to set the world on fire. Uh, Eric Jones, though, that one is a little bit intriguing to me because he has run so much better lately. And Eric is a guy that seems to adopt to these racetracks well. Eric Jones is a guy I think you need to watch in that group just because. And and look, a big shot in the arm I think for Eric uh, with the news this week of Noah Gregson is going to be his teammate next year. He's very settled. He knows he's in his ride. Okay. He knows Good. who his teammate is going to be. I think there's going to be a lot of concentration on that race team right there to really build and get stronger going forward. And and I think anybody who's been around Mari Gallagher and knows the way Mari builds things that he's not in this for a participant ribbon. He's in this thing to win. So I think we're going to see some major improvement there. Okay, we'll take a look at our Group F. we got about a minute left. Uh, Cole Custer and Justin Haley are both plus 240. And then big numbers on Noah Gregson yeah. and Harrison Burton at plus 310. Yeah, crapshoot here for me, uh, honestly, Jeff. I mean, if, again, if uh, uh, I'll probably pass on the group, but I mean, probably uh, if if any if I were to play it, probably just take a flyer on one of the longer prices here at 310. You know, Noah has run well in that calling car. He really has. And I mean, he had unfortunately got into an accident last week at Michigan. He was actually running up in the top 10. Um, and now it's always tough to go when you've got part-time teams as mm-hmm. well, you know, yeah. because you just know, you never know how good's the pit crew going to be, how's this going to be. Right. But I think when you see a big number like 310, it's maybe it's worth it to take a flyer yeah. on a guy like Noah Gregson. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay, we come back on Gone Racing. We've got manufacturer props to talk about, and then we will give you our picks and we'll let you know how we did last week. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Yahoo! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sort. High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone, goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again! Platoon, present cell phone. High Five! High Five! Casino! Casino! Win at highfivecasino.com! High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino! There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Paid by up-level rewards. Paid participation required at your portrayal. Attention all listeners. Are you ready to earn $750? Well, get ready because I'm about to introduce you to GetMy750.com, the ultimate way to earn. Here's the scoop. Instead of just streaming shows or playing games on your phone for nothing, you have the chance to earn additional cash. 
That's right. From trying out new subscriptions to playing your favorite mobile games, you can get extra cash in your pocket. Simply sign up at GetMy750.com and follow the instructions to start earning immediately. So, what are you waiting for? Turn your favorite apps into real cash with GetMy750.com. Don't miss out on this incredible opportunity to earn rewards for things you're already doing on your phone. Check out GetMy750.com today. That's right. Get started right now at GetMy750.com. Just go to GetMy750.com. Or Google Get My 750 Cash. Follow the simple instructions and get your $750. That's GetMy750.com. GetMy750.com. Welcome back to Gone Racing. Jeff Motley alongside Vinny Maiulo, subbing for Brendan Gone this week. Our final segment of this week's show, breaking down this weekend's race at Richmond International Raceway in Central Virginia. Getting right into our props for our manufacturers. Uh, Kyle Larson and Chase Elliott are the favorites for the Chevys at plus 350. Ross Chastain is plus 450. And then a pretty big gap. William Byron, Tyler Reddick at plus 750. Daniel Suarez, 10 to 1. Alex Bowman, 12 to 1. Eric Jones and Austin Dillon, 20 to 1, and then much longer odds, Stenhouse and Haley, 100 to 1, Noah Gregson at 200 to 1. Hmm. Don't know that anything really moves me on this. Well, um, when you look at Ross Chastain, uh, which he's second overall in points, right, behind uh, behind Chase Elliott, uh, and you're getting four and a half to 1. I mean, if again, it's a matter of price, right? Jeff was like, like I said, uh, it's not about betting teams or individuals. It's about betting uh, betting prices. So if you're looking at a price, you know Ross Chastain a plus four fifty is a little intriguing. You know it's a little intriguing for me. And I, I kind of I guess if, to the intriguing number, I look at a William Byron who has a top three at Richmond. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyler Reddick who, like I said, Reddick runs well every week. He yeah. doesn't finish well every week, but when he does finish, he finishes. I mean, he's usually near the top. Seven fifty, so, yeah. a pretty good number there. Yeah. Him him at mm-hmm. seven fifty. Looking at our Ford props again, we've got uh, three guys at the top and then a big discrepancy. Ryan Blaney is the favorite at plus 250. Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano both at plus 300. And then it drops off to Austin Sendrick, Eric Almarola, and Chase Briscoe all at 12 to 1. Chris Buescher and Brad Keselowski at 20 to 1. Michael McDowell, Harrison Burton, and Cole Custer all at 50 to 1. Um, again, uh, I think what, what I reference here is we're – uh, where do these people, uh, where do these individuals stand in terms of the uh, the overall standings? I think you can you know apply that and then take into consideration uh, how they've done here at the track. So uh, and you know current form Harvick Harvick at three to one. I mean he's you know I know Logano's ahead of him in the standings, uh, but uh, you know what maybe uh, maybe he has turned the corner, Jeff. You know in the last few weeks we've seen some surprises in some of these props and some of these uh, top you know t- top threes and stuff with. Harrison Burton getting a mm-hmm. top three the other day at Indianapolis, having uh, Bubba Wallace winning. So uh, you, you never know when you could have some of the yeah. long shots could could come in on that. Now, the top Toyota, we certainly have a smaller field with the top Toyota, so the numbers here are a little bit smaller. Martin Trix Jr. is the favorite at plus 280. Denny Hamlin, plus 300. Kyle Busch, plus 350. Christopher Bell is plus 450. And Bubba Wallace coming in. At plus eight hundred, Martin Truex uh, again desperate right uh, on the cut line. Uh, as we've mentioned earlier, uh, the the win here last year. Uh, I know Denny Hamlin uh, finished second. Uh, 
uh, and Chris Bell third last year. But uh, uh, I, I mean, look, desperate uh, desperate drivers uh, are, are dangerous drivers. So. Found that out last week, didn't yeah. we? <laughs> so uh, for me, uh, I, I'll look at uh, Truex here. Well, and I think the one other point there is that any one of those guys would not shock you if they actually right. won. And mm-hmm. and they all have good numbers. None of those guys are sitting there at plus 195. I mean, the lowest guy is plus 280. I mean, and that number two guy gets all the way to plus 300. So I think that's one of the great things about the Toyota prop this week is that everybody has good numbers. Yeah. You know, and if you feel like, okay, it's going to be one of these two guys, then you can almost bet both of them and come out on the positive side. Definitely the closest group uh, right. in terms of prices. You know, although Brendan tried that one time picking three, and he thought, well, surely one of these three, and all of them were like plus 400 or something. It didn't work. Brendan. <laughs> what have you, wait, wait, where is he? I have to talk to him. <laughs> so he'll be back behind next the week. counter we'll, with Jimmy we'll, Chrissy and I enough. Yeah, yeah, we'll love to have you in here as, a, <laughs> as, a, as, a, as the third guest next week. If <laughs> Let's uh, talk a little bit. Of, we haven't talked really much the last few weeks about the championship standings, but with Kevin Harvick winning last week, uh, certainly worth noting uh, the current odds. Harvick's odds have dropped dramatically. Uh, he is down to twenty to one right now. Our favorite, Chase Elliott, is an mm-hmm. overwhelming favorite though at plus two seventy five. And then there's some really good numbers to be had. Ross Chastain is plus seven hundred. Kyle Busch and Kyle Larson are plus eight hundred. Denny Hamlin plus nine hundred. Ryan Blaney, who we know is number sixteen right now, he along with William Byron, Tyler Reddick, and Christopher Bell are all fifteen to one. Martin Truex Jr., who's on the outside looking in, is at twenty to one, along with Harvick and Logano. Suarez thirty to one. Uh, Kurt Busch, who we're hoping will be back for the playoffs, he and Alex Bowman are forty to one, and Chase Briscoe with that lone win at Phoenix fifty to one. And, and we got a guy that's uh, in the playoffs as of right now, Austin Cindric, who's not even on the board. Let's let's talk about uh, you know a couple of things here, uh, Jeff. And you mentioned Ross Chastain at uh, at seven to one here. Think about this: seventy to one going into the season. So here's what you want to pay attention to as a, as a better right. What do do you have a position on this particular proposition already, right? And if you've got something, if you've got a Ross Chastain ticket at seventy to one. Well, now you're trying to look at, you know, not only where he is in the standings, but is there a little, uh, you know, you can call it hedging, you can call it you know, how, whatever you want to do. You, you're in a position to maneuver here and do some things. So you want to pay attention to uh, how the, the odds have changed during the course of the season. Again, go back to current form, recent uh, success, who's had success, you know, in, in not just winning races during the course of the season, uh, top threes, top fives, top tens and things. But again, the most important factor here is if you've got a position already on one or more drivers, right, and those folks that have followed this during the course of the season have, have taken, you know, uh, pretty good prices on multiple drivers during the course of the season, you're in a, you're in a, you're in a, a nice position here uh, to, to, to do some maneuvering. No, no question. And we've seen there's probably three or four guys out there, like Suarez, Reddick, mm-hmm. also who we saw the numbers really move. Okay, let's take a look at uh, how we did last week. Uh, the pit crew, I tell you, I've, I'm hearing the footsteps from the pit crew. Ooh. They had three winners last week, a little win on Chastain over Kyle Busch, had Harvick winning Group D, and Brad Keselowski, they snuck him out by one spot over Chris Buescher, Brendan and I both had Busher. They had Keselowski, and Keselowski finished one spot. And I was looking at the at the rundown, and Busher is like six seconds behind with like nine laps to go, and he made up a second almost every lap, more than a second. He was within a second of 
Keselowski on the last lap. I kept thinking he was going to pass him, but he didn't. Uh, I got a winner uh, also with Harvick, as did uh, Brendan. So we did not give Kevin Harvick the kiss of death that we all picked him. Um, I'm still hanging on to the lead in the standings right now, but the pit crew is certainly gaining fast. And with that, do we have Brendan's picks on the uh, – on the screen, or do I need to read those off my phone? We got we got them on the screen. Okay, oh, we'll read off Brendan's okay. picks. We get to read the last place guy first. So, Brendan's taking Martin Truex Jr. to win at plus six hundred. He's got Harvick for a top three at plus four hundred. He's picking Logano in Group C. He's the long shot there at three hundred five. Another long shot, Noah Gregson in Group F at plus three ten, and he likes the three fifty on Kyle Busch as the top Toyota. And with that, we'll kick it over to Wyatt, who can talk about the pit crew picks. Hey, you know, like the, that Brad Keselowski bet. I was, we were sweating it out so bad. I was so happy that I picked Brad and we got the win. It's brought a tear to my eye. But uh, you know, for the pit crew picks this Mine week, too, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of crying. <laughs> we we just realized uh, we're going to be contradicting ourselves on a, a two picks here. First off, we're going to go with Ryan Blaney over Kyle Larson at plus one ten. But this one from the returning Karina, she went with Kyle Larson to win Group B at plus plus two sixty. We got William Byron to win Group C at plus 290, then Byron to be top Chevy at plus 700, and Christopher Bell, top Toyota, plus 450. All right. We like those picks. I will throw mine out, and then we're going to let Vinny have some his bonus picks this week. We'll tell you how Vinny did next week. I'm going to go William Byron with a top three. I don't know why. I'm kind of in the William Byron camp this week, so I'm liking Byron. I'm taking Denny Hamlin head up over Martin Truex Jr., um, I'm sticking with my William Byron theme. I probably shouldn't be betting him twice, but I am. I'm taking him in Group C with his plus 290. I also like Eric Jones. I talked a lot about Eric Jones, so I'm going to put my money where my mouth is. I'm going Eric Jones in Group E with his plus 265. And then my last pick is I am going to show a little bit of belief in Denny Hamlin at his hometown track there at Richmond at plus 300. All right, guys. I'll take. Uh, I'm going with the uh, the props uh, this week. My top three. Uh, I'll go with top three finishers. Are Martin Truex again uh, won here last year and is on the cut line and needs this one very badly. Head to head, I'm going to go with Bubba Wallace at plus one twenty over Kevin Harvick. Uh, in terms of top Toyota prop, again, I'll stick with Truex there at plus two eighty. And then a couple of group plays. Joey Logano in Group C over Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace, and William Byron, plus 305. And uh, in Group B, Ross Chastain, plus 280 uh, over Chase Elliott, Kyle Larson, and Ryan Blaney. You took Logano again. I did. I, I have to be consistent. I believe in consistency. So, Joey, uh, let's break out this week. Well, if Joey Logano comes through, it's all going to be because of Vinny. If Joey blows up late in the race, it's all going to be because of Vinny. Well, Vinny, first off, it's been great to have you with us. We always appreciate your insight. We should have you on here more often. Well, Jeff, I appreciate it. Uh, Again, look forward to seeing Brendan back, but uh, always enjoy and learn something every time I'm uh, sitting here with you. Well, we learned something, too. So thanks, everybody, for joining us this week on Gone Racing. Hopefully you can use some of these picks to do well at Richmond. We'll be back next week. We'll break down Richmond and talk about Watkins Glen. The following is a high five moment from highfivecasino.com. I won! Private, put down your phone. This is the army. Sarge, High Five Casino is a social casino. It's on your phone. goes wherever you go. I win free spins, cash, prizes, free daily rewards, over 1,200 games. I won again. Platoon, present cell phone. High Five. High Five. five. Casino. 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 Win 
at HighFiveCasino.com. High Five Casino is a social casino. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited. Play responsibly. Conditions apply. See website for details. High Five Casino. Your credit card should match your lifestyle. At Kemba Financial Credit Union, choose a card with benefits that work for you. For a limited time, all cards have 2% cash back on purchases and 0% interest on balance transfers for a year. Apply at Kemba.org. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. What are you looking for in a new smart TV? 4K picture quality? High quality and immersive sound? A sleek design? All of those are givens, but only the new Roku Pro Series has all of those and the Roku Streaming Experience, an award-winning OS. Get fast, easy access to all your apps like iHeart, where you can stream all your favorite music, radio, and podcasts all day, and regular, all-inclusive trips to Roku City. The new Roku Pro Series, a smart TV built by the streaming pros.